How Do You Retain Hope in the Mist of Trials? Written by Karen Lascaris, as posted on westa.org. Hope. Our president ran his campaign on it, and many looked to him and all of our leaders to restore it in our country. Yet, much of the unrest we see in our nation today is a result of the hopelessness we still feel. In the midst of the most challenging of times, when the world seems to disregard even the most basic human rights, the power of hope can seem elusive. No matter where we turn, it's sometimes difficult to stay positive while maintaining our sights on the path that lie in front of us. But whether we feel powerless to change society or our personal trials, summoning hope is a process we can start to develop today. So, how can we maintain hope in the midst of trials? Number one, look to the Word. No matter what's said about it, the Bible is still the definitive source for wisdom and truth. Start each day immersed in it. During the times you're feeling good, do a little exercise. Identify scriptures which address specific needs and have the power to uplift you. When you've identified your favorite scriptures, write them down. Repeat them out loud during your blue times. Like today, I was led to Isaiah 26. It's a great scripture for praising God in the midst of trials, and it seems to help us pray through much of what we are seeing in the world today. If you're hung up on language, try the modern translation, like the Message Bible. Playing and singing uplifting Bible-based music helps too. Number two, identify the source. When feelings of despair come over you, remember, that's not God's will for us. He has not given us the spirit of fear, worry, or anxiety. These are devices of Satan that we want to detach from. Number three, peace be still. References Mark chapter 4 verse 39. When images of fear come to mind, God gives you the power to steal your mind and drive out negative thoughts. Instead, create a mental picture of a positive scenario or outcome. Isaiah 26 verse 3 says, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Rest, dwell, and meditate in the environment until you feel a change physically. Have the faith and patience to wait for God's perfect timing. If we don't wait for his will, his word, or his power to manifest within us, we will never know how strong our faith can be. Psalms 27 verse 14. Number four. Pray. If you're not sure how to respond to a situation that has you feeling down, ask God what he wants you to do. Ask him to reveal his will and purpose for your life. Manifesting your purpose helps to create a world God intended for us. Write down your prayers. Pray out loud. Pray repetitively and pray for our leaders and our nation. As Isaiah 26 and verse 2 says, Open the gates that the righteous nation may enter the nation that keeps faith. And as Bishop Blake says, push, pray until something happens. Our bodies, minds, and souls thrive and grow by dwelling in God's word and praising him through prayer. Number five, fast and drink lots of water. When down and worried, we tend to overeat. But doing so, especially sugar retreats, can clog and dull our senses and can keep the power of God from flowing through us. Fasting brings us God's solution. Drinking water keeps our systems flushed. Number six, press 
toward the mark. As referenced in Philippians 3, verse 14, take a short, brisk walk in a beautiful place. When you're back, press yourself to do a good deed for someone else or an activity connected to manifesting God's purpose for your life. Isaiah 26, verse 8 says, Yes, Lord, walking in the way of your laws, we wait for you. This is active faith, not passive. Set aside time to immerse yourself in positive activity. Work with determination and fervor. Persevering toward purpose empowers us, and the process uplifts us to heavenly places. Number seven, keep a hope journal. Writers and artists have employed this technique for centuries to retain thoughts and ideas they can go back to. We can create a dedicated journal as a tool to uplift us when feeling down. Add it to the favorite scriptures and prayers identified in number one and number four. Maybe there's a song that brings you to your feet when you hear it. Write down the title and the lyrics and keep a recording of the song accessible. Maybe there's a color you absolutely love, a picture with loved ones in happy times, an image of a beautiful sunset or rainbow. Add them all. Make it as visual a diary as possible to give you a new picture which represents God's goodness. And if you can't find a journal in a color that uplifts you, recover an existing one with colorful fabric or paper. Always remember to record the things that bring you joy in Him. Number eight, share your testimony. Know that our trials are not our own, but are for the benefit of helping someone else get through theirs. Repeating your testimony out loud also resonates in your spirit, reminds us of how God works and triumphs in our lives. Find an accountability partner, someone you can trust to share your rough spots with who will keep their eyes on God even when you feel you can't. But do remember to jot down a short version of your testimony in your journal. Seeing what you've endured can help you pull through future trials. Our challenging times have been foretold in the Bible, but as difficult as it may be to believe, we are heading for a new day and time of righteousness. Remember the power of the resurrection and that our Savior has endured the worst of trials. This reminds us that just when we thought it might be the end, God has the power to revive what was lost, even hope. As Jesus did with the apostles while navigating the rough seas, he can pull us too through any circumstance. The West Angeles Counseling Center offers private sessions, seminars, conferences, and support groups to develop the whole you. Contact 323 733 8300 extension 2360 or email counseling at westaid.org.